Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what do I do when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step-by-step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. What's up, everybody? It's Edwina Kennedy, host of the My Little Eater podcast. I almost forgot what I was going to say there. And today, today, we are going to be talking about some fun, easy ways that you can encourage your child, your toddler or preschooler maybe, to play with meat. Which might sound a little bit weird when I first say that, but food play is actually a really good strategy for getting picky eaters uh, to basically get interested in a food and bring them closer and closer to actually eating a food. If you find that you're stuck with your child, you know, again, toddler, preschooler, even a school-age child, they just don't want to have anything to do with a certain food, really interacting and exploring and making silly jokes and fun little, you know, scenarios and Play activities all around that specific food is actually a really good way to encourage your child to eat that food without actually saying, please take a bite or bribing them or pressuring them or anything like that. So the reason why this works so well is because toddlers specifically are in a learning stage of their life, right? They're, they are actually thriving off of exploring new environments. They only want to touch and feel things. Like if you think about how they play and how they discover things, similar to a baby, they just want to touch it. Um, babies often put things in their mouth a lot more than toddlers will. But for toddlers, they're constantly analyzing their surroundings. And really, why should food be any different? I mean, if you think about Montessori, play and the way that toddlers learn through play, it's the exact same concept for food, right? So I just kind of want you to think of a time when you maybe had to try a new food. Doesn't matter what it was, just think of any scenario, whether it was a good you know, experience or a bad experience. What did you do if you've never experienced this food before and you were about to try it? What were the things you may have done to try and familiarize yourself with that food? Uh, did you smell the food first? That's probably the most common thing is we take a sniff first just to make sure does it smell okay? What what are we going to expect here? Did you maybe poke it with your fork to figure out what texture it was? Did you maybe take like a tiny nibble before actually diving into the whole thing? The basic premise of that using, you know, food exploration little by little tiny steps to get us to actually eat something is the exact same thing, like I said, with our toddlers. So instead of banishing food play from the table and being like, nope, don't play with your food and like keep your hands, uh, keep, you know, use your fork and and uh, stop making a mess and all that kind of thing, try instead encouraging them to explore their food. So I always like to call it like a food exploration activity, or I like to call your toddler a food explorer. Let's be a food explorer. That can make a world of a difference in the progression of them accepting new foods and can actually help curb their tendencies to refuse them. So as parents, we can help guide our kids to play with their food by basically 
encouraging them to get creative and getting down to the basic sensory level of food. So taste, the smell, the sound, the texture, that's gonna help them work towards the main goal, which is eventually, like I said, to eat it. Prompting them to play with their food and allowing them to even squish the food on their hands and on their face to compare different foods that are sort of similar or very different, maybe like a green apple to a red apple, maybe to test what happens if I do this to it? Okay, what happens if I do that to it? You know, all of these experiments or play-based activities help them become more comfortable and get over any hesitation they might have. I definitely want to say that don't ever be afraid to make silly voices or be involved in role play when you're doing these activities. I actually think it makes for a better experience and you see more success when you can get silly and you can, again, like pretend that this is like a little, I don't know, character, like he's going for a swim in his dip, you know, that kind of thing. We're actually going to talk about some ideas with dips in just a second with the meat. You know what? I'm just going to dive into it right now, actually. So let's go into five simple ideas that I have that you can use to encourage food play with meat. This is one that's often like, I don't know, a struggle. People are like, how do I do this? One of the first things that I would try doing is actually to just talk about you know, what the meat tastes like when you dip it into something. So you might take a small, small piece of steak or chicken or ground beef or something like that and then say, hmm, my steak tastes sweet when I dip it in my barbecue sauce. What does yours taste like when you dip it in your barbecue sauce? So this is not so much like a game, but it is encouraging exploration. So rather than what most of us would do is, oh, it's really good. Why don't you try a bite? Now it's really just like, encouraging this like, hmm, does yours taste the same as mine? Like they're going to start to think, well, I want to know, does mine taste sweet when I put barbecue sauce on it? Sometimes I'll even say things like, oh my goodness, that was a different taste. Just to like spark some curiosity. And I don't say whether it's bad, whether it's good. I just kind of stay quiet. I don't even necessarily say that comment to my child. I might just say it as a general comment at the table. And then the next thing I know, my child is actually picking it up and is like, what do you mean? And then he'll try it. Um, so those are that's one simple idea. The other one that you can do is you can ask them to build something cool using small pieces of meat. And you can give them toothpicks or even just child safe picks that uh, I actually have a bunch of my Amazon shop. You could always check out. I'll link it for you in the show notes. My Amazon shop, by the way, is tons of meal time helpers, like little gadgets, little um, maybe like tongs, uh, little food picks that are child safe, things that make food so much more exciting for kids and encourage them to touch it and play with it. So definitely check that out for some ideas. But yeah, you could basically take like some small pieces of meat. Maybe it's like cubes of chicken or like I said, pieces of steak or something like that. And you can build a structure. Like maybe you're trying to build a cube out of it. Um, Can you make it stand up? And you could say like, here, I'll go first. And so you start building and then the next thing you know, they pick it up and they start touching it and interacting with it. And remembering that, If they aren't eating it in that time, that's totally fine, okay? There are steps to eating, and I will do another podcast episode about that down the road, but basically this is a pre-step to eating. Touching it, smelling it, looking at it, engaging with it, interacting with it really in any way is a pre-step, and over time this is what's going to lead them to eating. So please don't consider it as a failure of an experiment or an activity if they haven't actually tasted it. They're just building the structure, 
That's a really fun and easy one though. You can do right at the dinner table or if you wanted to do it like while you're prepping food or if you wanted to do it just as a separate activity altogether. Another thing you can do um, especially works well if you have like some really moist like uh, ground beef or ground turkey, any kind of ground meat, is you can say, can you squish this using your thumb and pointer finger? Whoa, you're so strong. Okay, look at how well I can squish it. And then you can make like funny noises like you're trying to squeeze really hard like look at how hard I'm squeezing it. Okay, can you do it that hard? Okay, what if you used your thumb and your middle finger? Can you squeeze it as hard? And then you're trying and you're just, again, really silly. It may not seem like anything that even makes sense to us, but for them... It's like, it's a fun thing. And trust me, when you start doing this, you're going to see your toddler totally change their attitude and the pressure will be lifted and they will start to engage. Another idea is just taking a piece of meat and saying, can you hide this piece under your tongue like this? And then show them. And then you can say, wow, like, how did you do that so well? I can't even see any of it. And so keeping in mind, if your toddler is very, very picky they may not be able to get to that step that they can put it in their mouth or maybe they put it in their mouth and then they spit it out. Every child is going to be at different stages. You may just want to work on the activities or the play suggestions where they're just touching it or smelling it. But if your child will put it in their mouth, this is a great way. You can test it out. If it doesn't work, no big deal. But if it does, they just got that flavor exposure in their in their mouth, under their tongue. And then the chances that they're just going to chomp on that and swallow are pretty high. And then the final tip that I have for you is to ask them, is this bumpy or smooth to you? I can't really tell. And then you can kind of just like touch it again. If they even want to just touch it with a fork or look at it, that's totally fine. That would be uh, if they're at that step, you know, further away from eating it, totally fine. Meet them where they are and ask them like, what's the texture? If they're really, really young, they might not even know what does like bumpy and smooth really mean. But again, you can show them things to compare. You can just talk about it yourself. If they call it some other word, like, oh, it's slimy. It be like, oh, yeah. Oh, is that what you think it is? Okay. Like, don't even bother about like, you know, overly correcting things. It's really just about getting them to engage, right? So I just gave you five tips. I want you to try these out if your child is struggling with meat and you don't really know what the next step is. Choose a little, just one of these ideas and whichever one that you think would work best for your child, it's always better to kind of start at the easier stuff and then work your way up to the more advanced stuff. So if you, again, if your child doesn't even touch meat at this point, just getting them touching it is is the goal. And that's where I would suggest you start. And if, one more tip, if they don't want to do it, don't push them. This is something you can do over weeks, over months, it doesn't really matter, but If you start pressuring them and if you say, why don't you just do it? Why don't you just touch it? Like, why don't you just put it under your tongue or anything like that? They are not going to see that as a fun thing anymore. They are not going to want to interact with it. And then again, that's pushing them further away from the goal. So if you want some more ideas on food play on Instagram at my little eater, if you don't follow me why not? Please go follow me um, at My Little Eater. Go check out my story highlights. There's one that's called Food Play. And I actually have some really good ideas on how to do food play with broccoli, with spinach, and a few other foods. So if you want some ideas there, you can also find some uh, in video format, me showing you how to do it on that story highlight. So it's really good. Check it out. And finally, if you guys like these short little episodes, if you found value 
in this little quick tip episode, then please leave me a review. I would appreciate it so, so much. And I just want to know your thoughts and what you are finding to be helpful. And also your review, of course, helps to get this podcast out to other parents just like you who may need some help, who want some information, and who just want that friendly little voice in their ear every week to uh, encourage them and help support them on this feeding journey. So thank you so much in advance if you did leave me a review. And if you haven't yet, please, please consider it only takes one minute. Okay, that is it, my friends. Thank you so, so much for listening in and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.